y'all don't know that my sister can plan a trip with the best of them. She's not for hire though, but she can plan a trip down to the T. I said to her, look, I don't want to make any decisions. I don't want to have to do anything. And, and she took that no decisions real serious, y'all. Let that's what I wanted you. for my birthday. I have this. Like, I have do you want to wake up in the morning? I don't know. Don't ask me. I mean, come on. Come on. Welcome to the Brandon Files podcast. I'm Brandy. And I'm Shannon, also known as Brandon. I'm the older sister. And I'm the younger. As Black women, we've had a lifetime of adventures, including world travel, navigating work, and adjusting to evolving family dynamics. Join us as we dig deep into the files to share stories, experiences, and tips. Hey, 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 we're here again. Welcome back. What's up, what's up? This is another episode of The Brandon Files. So Brandy, what have you navigated through since the last time we talked? Hmm, that's a good one. You know what? I've been trying to navigate, like finding my routines again, since I've been kind of living in different places and traveling a bit. Sometimes things like just cooking, enjoying my kitchen, going to the beach, doing healthy things, making healthy choices kind of gets a little shaken up. So I've been navigating, just trying to get back on my path and make some kind of um, normal schedule. What about you? What have you navigated through? That definitely makes sense. I think I'm kind of in a similar place. I've been bouncing all over the place, here, there, and everywhere. I've only been home for like two to three days in a week. I'm not home now. So just figuring out how to stay on task while I'm bouncing all over the place and making sure that I'm doing all the things that I need to do, whether it's taking care of things at home while I'm away from home, if it's staying on task with some of my contract work, or even just trying to like keep up my routine of working out. It's like just that whole uh, staying on tasks slash routine and like how you keep your routine together when you're in flux most of the time but this is my life and this is the life I wanted and the life that I wanted to build so I'm really excited for it it's just something that I've been trying to figure out I think the part that I keep up with the best is probably the working out I was just gonna say I was gonna give you a shout out for that I was like the way you be logging into that zoom to work out even when you're away I'm like oh child yeah, I was like, she dedicated. I'm just trying to, um, shoot, I'm trying to just get up out of my chair, just walk around the house. So let alone log in to be on a Zoom workout. And in the morning, mm-mm, so proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Also, I mean, my watch helps because if any of y'all have type of watch that has rings, you want to close all three of those rings in a day, right? So like, if I don't close my exercise ring or my walk, my standing ring, or I forget what the other, your move ring, like those mostly, usually I can get those first two with working out, but the stand is the one where it's like when you're working from home, when you're working remotely in a small space, you're not always standing up and moving around. So that one, I don't always hit. So that's, that's like an inter, uh, external internal motivator, just having it on my wrist too. You know, you're talking about way too much, too much technology for me, right? I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Once I tried to get a watch that like tracks your movements, it wasn't a name brand. I got a no name brand, I think on like Prime Day or something. And it worked just fine. But I think 
I only used it for about a week and was just like, ah, oh, I don't know. So you're talking about way more technology than I know, but it would be good probably to have something that keeps me accountable. I think they like help you remind you how to drink water and all those other kind of things, right? I'm sure there's something for that too. I don't, if that's a function, I don't use it. I mean, shout out to the Apple Watch. I know I said a watch, but I've tried a Fitbit before. And the the thing I liked about that was competing with my friends on it. But I, this one definitely is more my own goals, like hitting goals that compete against myself. You you set your own goals, like in you the do. app or whatever? Or it'll give watch? you like, it'll give you suggestions first. And then it'll like, as you up it or like as you meet them in a week, it'll ask you like, I think you can go up some more calories. Like you can burn some more in your exercise or you can do more minutes or whatever. But I don't Let know. You know, you, you, you um, trying to get a, trying to get by, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, for a while, like when I first bought the watch, I was taking it suggestions and kept going up and up and up. But then I was like, wait a minute, you want me to hit how many calories in a day? Yeah, that's not going to happen on the weekend. Like maybe Monday through Friday, but on the weekend is where everything goes downhill. It's just, I don't so move. Can you alter it for weekdays versus weekends or it just treats every day the same? I haven't figured that out. So if any of y'all out there are some like super users of the Apple Watch, let us know how you might be able to make the adjustments for your lifestyle, for your like work week, and then also for your weekend so that you're not killing like your streak every time. I just want to add that, send those to Shannon because I'm an Android girl, but yes, help her with the Apple Watch. Help her, help her. I drink the apple juice. I got all apple everything. So yeah, any apple tips? Android through and through. Android through and through. (laughs) Well, thanks for sharing what you navigated through this week, Brandy. And let's get into the episode. So Shannon. Yeah. You know that we love to travel and beaches are often a part of what we do and the places we go. So tell me one of your most memorable beach trips or most memorable beach city. Hmm. Okay, so I know this is not what you asked me, but I'm going to answer Already going off script. I am. I wouldn't be me if I didn't go a little bit, Rose. (laughs) So my favorite or most memorable, not necessarily my favorite, but most memorable beach country is Mexico. But- it's because of two different the whole country yeah okay, okay. like I had to I had to do the whole country because there's a couple of things that happened that went down with me in Mexico so okay. one year I decided to go to Cancun and be grown and do a solo location and man I think I got drugged like I don't believe that that was the well, best that changed the tone it did change the tone, but this is why I've got to like, tell wait, you about this. Wait. It wasn't what you were expecting because that's what happened. Like I was at a beach resort and it was, I was getting drinks only from the bar at the resort, but there was something, I did not feel good. I did not feel right. And you know, it was one of those timeshare type places. And they took me into like the presentation to give me something free, whatever, but I didn't feel good. And they were like not taking no for an answer. And I'm not somebody who's really easily susceptible to like outside influence or people getting me to do a thing just because they asked me to do a thing. But I sat in there and I signed some paperwork to buy a timeshare. And that is not like me at all. That's cray. Like I, yeah, that is definitely not you. And like, as soon as, I don't know if it was like in the air, if it was in the drinks, it was something like something about that resort was not right. And 
I remember as soon as I left the office, even I felt better. Like it was something about the environment. I don't know what it was. And like, I went downstairs because it was the upstairs office on the resort. And then I went back and I was like, no, this was like five minutes later. I was like, I don't want that. Like, it was like, I woke up and like snapped out of whatever it is that I just signed. And they tried to tell me like all these reasons why I couldn't get out of it and how I signed it and all this stuff. So I was like, well, shit, sorry, cuss today. I have paperwork. Like I have the paperwork. It says it. I don't know what the Mexican laws are. Like all of these things went through my head. That's scary. All of it's scary. Yeah. And that was like one of my first, I think, solo trips. And I was having fun. Like I met people that were nice and like whatever, but at that moment did you leave your stuff with them while you were alone well well, did you leave your stuff for them to watch no no okay hey I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what happened I wasn't no I wasn't with I was like on the beach by myself it was just like at dinner when I met people and like gotcha yeah so that that's my first one we can get into yours and I can get into my second Mexico one okay but I just have a question real quick do you still have the timeshare I feel like people need to know well, as far as I know, I don't. I think that okay. there was a lot of complaints about this particular company. And I believe there was like a class action suit that happened and that everybody got out of it. Like I have not had to pay anything else. Like nothing's been drawn from on my account. Like I haven't had to try to use it up in a certain time. Um, when I got back stateside, I did try like my best to figure out like, how do I get out of this? And I never got anything quite official but I know that they haven't been contacting me either. So gotcha. Hopefully yeah. I don't own timeshare in Mexico anymore. Right. Got it. Um, I mean, no, you can go with your second one, go right on ahead. No, I felt like, you know, that's enough of my voice. We need to hear from you. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with my favorite beach city because I love the beach so much. I don't know if I can think of right now as the most memorable beach trip. Number one. Number two, the most memorable beach, memorable beach city probably has most of my most memorable beach stories. So welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a uh, Miami. Miami. I was like, you already knew where I was going to go with this. I mean, Miami whew, has had my heart for a long time or had my heart or however you want to call it. But there have been so many memories made and had in Miami. I mean, I've been to Miami by myself. I've been to Miami with my girls. I've been on co-ed group trips. I've been sister trips. Like, I don't, like, there was one year I went to Miami literally six times. Now, you know, I really love it a lot. For you not to even live in the state. At all. I mean, I will admit that I was based in Georgia at the time. So it's a lot easier, you know, catch some specials. I believe this was like back, back. I believe like this was AirTran back. So we talk Ooh. in airlines that don't even exist anymore. They don't even anymore. exist anymore. That part. But this is how much I love Miami because I would never catch myself doing this now. The time I went by myself, I stayed in a hostel. Okay, who stays in a hostel? Like, I don't do that. I am not your hostel girl. But it was like what I could afford. Nobody could. Nobody wanted to go with me. And it was like literally one block from the beach. By the way, I think it was called Miami Beach Hostel. Not gonna lie, shout out to the Miami Beach Hostel because it wasn't bad. I mean, again, I don't see myself doing it now necessarily, but I made sure I chose a room that had like a bathroom in it. So it was like maybe what, four girls, six girls, and we had the bathroom in the room. I wasn't trying to go out in the hall and share with everybody. 
but they also served two meals a day. It was like breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner. And it was like at the time, obviously air trend day. So it was a long time ago, $25 a day. a day. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I've stayed in a hostel before. Don't knock it. It's not the way that I prefer to travel, but it's not, if that's how you can afford to travel, I mean, hey. I mean, totally fair. I'm just saying, I just don't see myself doing it these days. Hostels can be great. As a matter of fact, I have stayed in another hostel and even later in life. Again, if that's what is a quick trip, affordable or how you prefer. But here I am worried to like, make sure I bring like my least valuable stuff and all the things. I get in there and it's all these European kids like on gap year with like all of their expensive, expensive Apple, like accessories, everything. Didn't nobody want any little stuff that I had trust and believe. So, um, I do remember, um, a friend though, knowing that I was like, I reached out and they were in town. It was like my last night. And they were like, you are doing what you are not staying in that hostel the last night. I was like, but why not? I've been having a good time. It's fun. And I definitely got like, uh, swapped away from the friend and it's like no this is not how we're doing your last night here I was like it was already paid for they were like no 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 so but um so yeah what did Miami you get upgraded is to <clears throat> what did I get upgraded to mm-hmm. a deluxe apartment in the sky exactly <laughs> that's why I was like hmm you got swooped up where'd you stay Brie? yeah 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 overlooking the beach it was fine it was great it was a the upgrade definitely for the upgrade and how um but yeah Miami's one of my favorite beach cities huh oh sorry how old do you think you were on this trip Oof, that's a good question I mean if we're talking air train days I mean probably late 20s early 30s yeah yeah I mean Miami definitely you dragged me there a couple of times or I volunteered to go maybe not so much a couple a couple multiple couples I was like I was like "Mm, yeah like quite a few times yes Miami has a special place in our hearts but back to Mexico okay so this one I don't want all the stories that come from me with travel to be like trauma stories because that is not how all my travel goes down so my although I'm feeling traumatic for you right now okay well this one might be traumatic for you so my second beach story that I loved about Mexico was for my 40th birthday party uh birthday trip let me just tell y'all y'all don't know that my sister can plan a trip with the best of them she's not for hire though but she can plan a trip down to the T I said to her look I don't want to make any decisions I don't want to have to do anything and And she took that no decisions real serious y'all that's what I wanted for my birthday I have this like do you want to wake up in the morning I don't know. Don't ask me. I mean, come on, come on. I have decision fatigue sometimes. So it just was like, what I want for my 40th birthday is to not make a decision about nothing. Like no decisions need to be made. I did though, give a few things where it was just like, oh, I, well, you know what I like to do. So I was like, I like street art, you know, like, uh, we could have a beach day, but we don't have to have a beach day, but I do want to stay on the beach. Like, so I, I did find where we were staying. That was like the only that decision. True. You did, but, that that was a bit, that's, but that's a big decision. I mean, yeah, accommodations are important. Yeah. So we did have a penthouse on the beach. So that did we know it was amazing. Amazing. And we did have beach massages like every day for the low, low. Like it was amazing. I had never had y'all. $25 on the beach in Playa del Carmen. An hour. A whole hour. 
Yes. Shout out to and Danny. So, I'm gonna go ahead and give Danny a shout out. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No. Danny, shout outs on the beach, Playa del Carmen, the bomb. Yep. And oh yeah, Playa Beach Getaways is where we stayed, who we stayed with. They are amazing. They were awesome, also. Um, and we had a penthouse on the beach, had great views. We could see across to Cozumel. And even though we didn't actually spend that much time on the beach outside of getting massages, the whole trip was great because we also did a street art biking tour and we got to like go like walk along the strip. Like our location was great. And we went to some cenotes. Like we just got to immerse ourselves in Mexican culture for that area. And we took a cooking class. And so the beach was like our view and where we stayed, but it was the trip as a whole. And because it was my birthday that made it so memorable. I was just going to say also, it was the first time I think I had done Mexico, not at a, not at a resort, but it was still, everything was just still perfect. Yeah. I'm a big, I like staying in Airbnbs and like houses if we have a group of people um, so that everybody can pretty much have their own bedroom and bathroom or somewhere along those lines where you just share with a couple of people. It just tends to work out better for me. Yeah, it was great. Oh, and also, although we were on the beach and overlooked the beach, she didn't even tell you about the top balcony. We had a, a balcony on top of the place oh, yeah. that literally was our own veranda with hammocks and a grill. Yeah, we had a rooftop. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead with your story. No, no, okay. I was like, we, no, we did have like a, almost a panoramic balcony, but we also yeah, you're taking me back. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and then also... I can't remember the name of the bike tours. So I'll have to put the link for the tour. Yeah, me the, either. Yeah, all, these, all the people that we connected with in Playa del Carmen, we can hook you up with those links to those people because they were great to us. Yeah, they really were. But you, I feel like had something more to say about the trip being one of your most memorable because you said it might be traumatic for me. And none of that was traumatic. All that was good memories. I don't know. Oh, I thought the planning part might've been oh, your travel Oh, okay, trauma. okay. Like okay, the part good. where, you know, where I didn't make any decisions and that you had to make all the decisions and the pressure was on for you to make my 40th birthday memorable. Yeah, no, you know what? I don't know if it was traumatic. It, it, everything was going fine until the last thing had a little glitch. The planning part wasn't traumatic. The traumatic part was the people not falling in line like they were supposed to and they had my money. Listen, yeah. y'all, let me just tell you about the, the, the one traumatic part of it. It wasn't the planning. That was my jam. Love it. Wanted to see my sister happy. It was her 40th. But we rented this yacht because she had never been on a yacht. And that's a whole nother story about how she says that I always go on yachts without her. So I was like, well, darn it. For this 40th birthday, we're going to be on a yacht together. We're going to get her on a boat. And I wanted it to be a surprise. All the things. First, that morning, apparently the seas were not great. Now, that's out of the yacht people's control, um, you know, but I was like, what do you mean not great? You know, like, how how far is not great? Like, what are you thinking? And they wanted us to be like, they're like, well, we can just go a little ways, just be on the boat and then go to Party Cove. Y'all, this was a family vacation. I am not taking my, what, almost 70-year-old parents to Party Cove. They do not want to see half-dressed, drunk kids in a Party Cove. So I was like, no, no. I was like, okay, well, let me, they're like, well, we can just reschedule for tomorrow. Uh, two things. This is the last day, number one. Number two, today is her birthday. Not going to work, not going to work. So I went and got some uh, Dramamine and some pills and just told everybody to take this or whatever. So at this point, Shannon's probably catching on, but whatever. 
I just like everybody take this pill. So we get there and to make this story not last forever, basically we go out a little ways and the boat starts overheating and um, like we have to turn around. Now, listen, things also happen, but this dude had one job and one job only. And that was to get the family picture for the Christmas picture at the sunset on the boat. And he didn't get his one job only. Y'all, I did everything but curse, but I was going off in Spanish and my family had no idea what I was saying. They were like, but this is not good. This is not good for these people. We can tell your tone. Like my tone, my body language, everything. It was just, it was just all bad. But I do want to note that the company was very good and super responsive up until that point. It honestly was like the onboard captain that failed. I can't even blame the company, none of the above. Um, we did get a nice refund for a lot of it though. But yes, that was my only traumatic part because I hadn't gotten upset like that in a long time. But you trying to make my perfect trip go bad? Ooh. Yeah, that was the well, traumatic part. Also, they blindfolded me. So I had a blindfold on in the car all the way to the marina getting out of the van, um, walking up to the boat. They had me like, step here, step there, do this, don't do that. Sit down, stand up, come this way. And I believe the people thought that I couldn't see um, before they realized what was going on. Like, I didn't actually have a blindfold on. So at first I did. And then I was like, can I just keep my eyes closed? So I had sunglasses on and I just kept my eyes closed. Oh, yeah. So I think that made it like even worse. Like if you could have seen that I had a blindfold on, then it would have been pretty obvious what was happening. But because I was like, I can't ride with this blindfold on the whole way. Can I just, I will keep my eyes closed. And I did, like I never opened my eyes. It was fine. And I didn't fall asleep. I don't know how, but I didn't. So it worked out. She said she didn't want to make any decisions and I take my surprises seriously. So, you know. Yes, yes, you do. And you did a great job. And it's one for the books, uh, that whole trip. So thank you. It was. We enjoy talking with each other, but we also want to talk with you. Comment, subscribe, like, and follow at Brandon Files on YouTube, IG, and Facebook. Don't forget to turn on your notifications to know when we have new content to share. All right, so we've talked about what our most memorable beach trips have been. But like, what's your perfect day on the beach? My perfect day on the beach. I mean, I think there is no secret. Let me hear say sun, sun, and more sun. Y'all, I'm trying to get roasted and toasted. I think I'm a rotisserie chicken out here. Just want to bake and flip, bake and flip, and then bake some more. And don't forget your oil. She gets basted. I mean, like, well, that was talking part of the rotisserie chicken. That's part of the rotisserie chicken. You got to oil up. I mean, listen, these days, sometimes I just use straight up like olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, just real oil. Now on my face though, I do use sunscreen. I'd like to say that I don't, I don't want this to be all wrinkly and old, but you know, I, I either really use real oil or like you know, like a number eight, the sun tanning lotion, not the sunscreen, just a little you, bit of protection in it. You still need sunscreen, even if you're going to bake. They have, they have SPF in the, in the oil, in the, in the tanning. Not in uh, um, coconut oil. No, not in not coconut oil. Avocado oil. No, they don't have it in olive that. oil. No, you still you're need right. some protection. I mean, I just started doing that before. I'd always use like at least the tanning oil. So, okay, I can go back to like the eight or the 10. I mean, Shout if it's hot enough. Sun health. 
and protecting your skin? I mean, I need vitamin D. My vitamin D is low. And they say the best way to naturally get it is the sun. But sunscreen is not going to stop you from getting vitamin D. That's not what, that's not how that works. Yeah, but maximum color. If I go on vacation, I need it to look like I went on vacation. Okay. I want people to know. Color or health? I mean, can we have a happy medium? Just as long as you use some sunscreen and reapply. Taking all my joy out of the whole situation, but yes, sun, sun, and more sun is my thing. What about you? Well, as you could hear me in her story, I was provided in the shade because that's what I like on the beach. Always trip. the shade. You see, you see how uh-huh. sisters do you? Because I am the exact opposite. I want the chair. I want the umbrella. I want my audio book on deck or my speaker. Like I want to just sit, relax. And if I want like a clear view of the beach, I like to see the water. If there's going to be people around, that's when I want the audio book or the music. But if I have like just an isolated beach, then I don't want any noise. Actually, I want to just hear the waves and let the nature do what nature does as long as I'm in the shade and that I have applied my sunscreen and then I will reapply my sunscreen. I also might get in the water. I'm okay with that, but I'm coming back to the shade. Yeah, you see, get I don't even know if I care like about cool the water. Off. Yeah, like you'd be like, okay, I need to dip, maybe. Maybe, I might just need to keep baking, I don't know. Right, because it's going to wash off your oil. You know? So we have yeah. the exact opposite feelings of what a good beach day is. Which makes it very hard to find one location to sit in if we're together. It's either a decision just not to be together when it's beach time, or like try and find like, shade but where the sun is not gonna move too much to change my sun to shade or change her shade to sun it's a whole navigation yeah we might have to swap chairs halfway through the day yeah or like slide down and over or like you'll wake up super early and go out to the pool or to the beach without me and now you're very right you can get your maximum hours in because I just want to be there for like a little bit of time and so you can start early okay so that brings up a good point like to the part of the perfect beach day my perfect beach day does, to your point, include getting up at the crack of dawn, maybe even sunrise, to get some hours by myself while everybody else might still be asleep. And then everybody might come out around maybe 10, 11, then around lunchtime, time to go in for everybody because it might be hot depending on where you are. Get a little lunch, get a little shake, get a little rest. Then I'm trying to go again from like one until the sun goes down or maybe two until the sun goes down. I want that whole maximum thing. And if it's the last day of the trip, don't book the first flight out because I need my last couple of good hours at the beach or the pool and then be able to take the shower and then go to the airport. Perfect beach day. You know what beach we didn't even mention when we were talking about beach trips that was also like an amazing beach trip was the Maldives. Oh, yeah, that would be like, a big fail to not mention. We, yeah, I was like, how could we not, how could we leave this episode without mentioning the Maldives? And the only reason that it triggered what you said is because that was the first time that I stayed in the water up until the flight. Like, oh yeah, because we had to check out. Yeah, that's not a me thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, yes, I mean, that could be a whole episode in itself, just talking about that trip. All right. So we'll we'll, we'll save a lot of it then. I chose most memorable beach city for me. So like city, you know, instead of the trip, but yes, that is a good trip. And we'll save that for another episode, I think. All right, Maldives another time. But I just was yeah, like, wait I a think, minute. I think that trip deserves a whole own talking about, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, there's a lot with that one. Yeah, there was a lot. So we'll save that. 
dig into the files for today's tip. So we've talked a lot about the beach and what we like to do, where we like to go. And we did talk a little bit about our health as far as sunscreen goes, but our other major tip is to stay hydrated. Like you wanna stay in the shade sometimes and you also need to hydrate. So you wanna have that water bottle with you or even like we like these metal cups, big on the metal because it stays like, you can hear the ice it stays for a long time. And even if it's out in the sun, it'll still stay cold and you can have it insulated. And even like there's sometimes these little float things that you can put your cup in. So if you're at a pool, I know we talked about the beach, but if you're at a pool, your, your cup can be floating along with you. Yeah, and Shannon put me onto these water bottles. It was like, actually only last year, it was for my birthday. We were in Vegas and y'all know how hot Vegas is in the summertime. And she had her whole metal insulated water bottle with her but didn't tell me to bring one so she uh, at the pool with a cool drink and I'm like my ice melted when I stepped out the door like in my little drink so those are those are clutch and um on mine I have this little thing right here and I just gang it on my um on my backpack with a carabiner so it doesn't take up any extra room for my storage and packing and just carry it everywhere I go and then my make sure Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, just make sure it's empty before you go through airport security. Definitely. Because in my backpack, I have a cup holder slot on the side. So usually I pack it all for my um, carry-on bag, and then I put the cup in the side last, empty. Or sometimes I'll travel with it with just ice. So you can get mm, through yes, security with Yes, because ice can get through security. Yeah. yeah. I... I personally am always doing too much when I pack. So even if I have a cup holder on the side, I would be using that for something else and still carrying my backpack so I could have maximum uh, packing for my carry-on, but it's fine. So tip of the day, hydrate when you're out there in the sun and relaxing at the beach or the pool. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Brandon Files. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for rocking with us as we embark on this journey. The Brandon Files podcast is a labor of love. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, IG, and Facebook at Brandon Files and check back for our next episode.